I'm JT. Do you know where your wallet is? Alright, pop culture fun fact. It's not uncommon when you ask a Bitcoin hodler where their Bitcoin is that they tell you, I lost my Bitcoin at the club. I lost it while shopping for groceries. Most of the time when they say they lost their Bitcoin, that is a joke. Like you know now, if you have a hard wallet, you leave it somewhere random, but you remember your seed phrase, you remember your pin code, you can pretty much recover your Bitcoin wherever you are. All right, welcome to Crypto Alley. My name is JT. It's Wednesday, May 19th, and we have a great episode for you today. Today, we're going to be talking about wallets. No, not the accessory that is probably made out of leather that holds cash, credit cards, and ID that's probably in your back pocket right now. We're talking about crypto asset wallets, right? The wallets used to hold the digital assets that you're valuing at a higher multiple in the longer term. And we're going to talk about why these are why these wallets are important, how they're secure, and what are the different types that you as a crypto asset investor need to consider. We also have a special guest on the show today. We have Alice Chang, Senior Marketing Director from SecUX based in Taiwan, which has her own hardware wallet product. She's going to come on and talk a little bit about how that technology works, what are some things you as an investor need to be mindful of, and what are some of the security aspects that make the SecuX wallet a little different from others. So it's going to be an interesting conversation for sure. First, we want to start fairly high level to explain a little bit about how these wallets work. So you always hear Alex and I ask in the beginning of the show, do you know where your wallet is? There's always a joke in the uh, cryptocurrency world of, oh, I lost my wallet in the bar yesterday, or I lost my wallet at the club yesterday. Because people always joke that in the hardware wallet product space, it's very easy to lose a wallet, but it's very easy to regain. Because if you lose your wallet, it's secure enough where you can actually access it from anywhere else at any time, as long as you remember a few key things. So let's discuss. Okay, first... When you buy a cryptocurrency, right? Let's say you buy Bitcoin or IJT bought X amount of Bitcoin for X amount of fiat currency. As a result, when I buy that Bitcoin, the Bitcoin blockchain gives me a private key or a certificate saying you, JT, are the clear owner of this X amount of Bitcoin, right? I now have a certificate that proves I am the owner of that Bitcoin, I need to put that certificate somewhere safe. Where do I put that certificate? Huh, a wallet. Now, where and what types of wallets can I store this certificate in? Because that certificate's really important, right? It proves that you're the owner and allows you to move that, those assets in whatever way you see fit or liquidate, the, liquidate them at any time. So to choose which wallet to store it in, there are really two types, right? You can store it in a hot wallet or a cold wallet. In simple terms, a hot wallet is a crypto asset wallet that's connected to the internet, right? Think of the exchanges that exist today in the crypto asset world, right? You've got Coinbase, you've got Gemini um, for, as examples. You've also got the Chrome extension MetaMask, which is a digital asset wallet you can actually download on your computer. These are wallets that are connected to the internet that you can use to store your private key, the certificate that proves you own that cryptocurrency, on 
right? It's easy to use. It looks like the cryptocurrencies are literally stored on your computer, which is not exactly the case, but they're fairly user-friendly. Now, cold wallets on the opposite side are wallets that are not connected to the internet, right? Think of a laptop that has no Wi-Fi connection whatsoever, or fairly, it's impossible, or it's any Wi-Fi connection has been disabled from that laptop, or any hardware device like SecuX or Ledger that is just a hardware uh, device that has no internet capabilities, right? Those are cold wallets. Now, there's some debate on what is better, right? A hot wallet or a cold wallet? We're going to talk a little bit about both because you can really use either option, but you need to make that decision. So a hot wallet for the cold wallet enthusiast is argued that because it's connected to the internet, it's more in danger of getting hacked, right? Many cold wallet enthusiasts will point to the example of Mt. Gox. Mt. Gox was a Bitcoin exchange that dealt 70% of the Bitcoin transactions in the early 2010s, right? It was huge. In 2014, Mt. Gox suffered a massive hack where they lost $460 million worth of Bitcoin. And it was a huge blow to the company, led to its downfall. And for a lot of cold wallet enthusiasts, they use as justification to show that cold wallets are the better option because this would never happen if it wasn't connected to any internet, um, internet source. Now, let's look at cold wallets. Cold wallets for the hot wall enthusiasts, is argued to be a centralized player in a decentralized space, right? So these are central entities that hold the investor's private keys on their behalf, but because they're centralized players, they can get hacked as well and put everyone's private keys and personal information at risk. So let's look at an example, right? In 2020, Ledger, a hardware wallet company, was hacked, and that led to a little more than 272,000 customers' private information, mostly contact information like email, name, and phone numbers, to be made public. Now, the company claims that no crypto assets were in danger at all, and that no value was lost as a part of this attack. However, that has led many hot wallet enthusiasts to say co-wallets are not the option. They're centralized players. Not, not a great option to store your private keys. So when you look at both sides, right, there's arguments for either or. And really, you as a crypto investor need to just make a good, educated decision, right? And it really is about looking at options, right? Some uh, hot wallets that are connected to an exchange do offer an insurance policy. So if you lose $50,000 worth of cryptocurrencies, but the insurance policy covers any amount up to $250,000, that's a a great, great um, hedge against any possible hack, right? Now, some hardware wallet companies are fairly different from each other, and you need to know what are the security options they offer, how do they work, and it's very important for you to do that due diligence. So in our discussion with Alice, we actually go really in depth in terms of what a company like SecUX does and how they differentiate from others in the market. So stay tuned. It's a really great discussion. Okay. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Crypto Alley. So like you've heard us talk about earlier, we looked at hot wallets and cold wallets. And there's a lot of things people want to learn more about. And we're lucky enough to have a special guest on the show with us today. With us all the way from Shinshu City in Taiwan. Fun fact, 
It was named the happiest city in Taiwan in 2018 by the Economic Daily News of Taiwan. Joining us is Alice Chang, Senior Marketing Director for SecuX. Alice, how are you? Hi, good, how are you? Good, thank you for being with us. How's everything on uh, on your side of the world? Oh, um, it's, it's quite sunny. This is Sunday morning right here, and we're at about 90 degrees Fahrenheit, so. <laughs> Wow. Early summer for us. Yeah, it's a long winter for us here, but thank you for making time for us. No problem. Happy so, to be here. Glad to have you. Alice, there are a lot of questions, obviously, as you know. Crypto has become a huge trend all around the world. Mm -hmm. Your company, SecuX, founded in 2018, described a lot online as a digital asset security company, yes. right? Is really mm -hmm. driving the hardware wallet space. So and many, to many people, it's a cold wallet. Now, for a lot of people in the US, there's a lot of mystery behind wallet companies, right? A lot of money, US dollar mm -hmm. in crypto, is held in wallets, but people don't really know who these companies are, how they operate, and mm -hmm. what the culture is behind them. So that there is some mystery, right? Can you describe okay. a little bit about what SecuX is like, who they are, and how the mission got started? Okay, sure. Um, well, we were founded in 2018, so we're fairly new. And um, unlike most of the blockchain crypto company um, founders and staff employees alike are all really young, averaging age 27. Um, we're a little bit different from that. SecuX was founded by three co-founders who were very experienced and successful in the field of consumer and electronics. IP security, and also we have an academic economist. So um, they all have, you know, over 30 years of experience in the tech industry, and they all saw the revolutionary potential of blockchain technology to be the next big thing after the invention of the internet, as well as the impact of how crypto and digital currency is about to change our monetary system and the way we perceive and use money. Mm -hmm. um, but among all that, the biggest risk and fear that comes with the decentralized system is cybersecurity and malicious hacking. So together, they established SecuX with a vision to provide security products and services to allow us enjoy all the advantages and convenience that blockchain is going to bring to our lives. So, and without having to worry or be afraid of security risk. So that, that also sort of explains the name of our company um, SecuX, Secu as secure, X meaning across everything. So we want to secure all, um, all your needs and we want to secure everything, basically. And to kind of touch on the security aspect of your products, right? I mm -hmm. think the most, to get on the product side of it, your most recent product, the V20, right? That's has, right. The first thing that I really notice about it is the display, right? The touch screen is very user-friendly. You get to your QR code pretty easily. So for anyone who wants to send me some Bitcoin right now, feel free. Um, yeah. And your founder yeah. and CEO, Dr. Peter Chen, right? Like you mentioned, very familiar mm -hmm. in technology, has experience in electronic manufacturing. Yes. Taiwan in itself, where your base has a huge presence in the chip industry. 63% right. of all semiconductor contracts in 2021 mm -hmm. come from Taiwan. How much of an influence right. does that have 
on you guys as a as a hardware wallet company where a little different from the traditional semiconductor space but this massive industry is right in your backyard that's right and um, one of our co-founders he's actually the ceo of uh the biggest ip security company in taiwan called e-memory and they supply all the ip security um, products to tsmc which is the the main semiconductor uh, manufacturer so um they are also in the process. Well, they, they also have established another company called Puff Security, and that has everything to do with cybersecurity. And that's mm -hmm. also um, why they wanted to branch out into the blockchain sector because um, the blockchain technology, everything um, is about your private key and yep. um, securing the private key is the most important aspect um, in, using and utilizing the blockchain technology. And so that's how it came about. And so that's that's sort of like the, the backstory to it. And how would you say that differentiates from other hardware wallet options? What is something well, that... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, go um, on. Hardware wallets are designed to save your private key. Like I mentioned, private key mm -hmm. is the most important thing. It generates your receiving address, um, to receive funds, and you also need your private key to authorize any outgoing transactions. Um, so our wallets use military-grade secure element chip that's manufactured, actually not in Taiwan, it's in Germany. Um, <laughs> that's okay. kind of a funny story because um, all the semiconductor, semiconductor chip industry in Taiwan, they, they take orders by the millions, but we're not there yet. So it's really hard for them to put us um, on their client list. What, um, with, the, with Apple and all these other consumers? Yeah, are yeah, Tesla, Apple. Um, so our chip is actually manufactured in Germany from this company called Infineon. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and in this secure element chip, um, it only stores your private key and your personal PIN. It doesn't store your crypto asset. Actually, all your cryptocurrency assets are mm -hmm. on the blockchain network. And what it does, it's, it creates a, a giant ledger and um, our wallets would sync um, whatever is associated with your private key to your wallet. So um, when generating your addresses or authorizing transactions, the wallet enables the signing um, right. of the transaction without the private key leaving the device. So it creates a secret tunnel and just does the sign the signature really fast. Um, and the Infineon chip also has a self-destructive mechanism that when the device has been opened up physically in mm -hmm. the attempt to extract data directly from the chip, the chip destroys itself immediately when exposed to light. So- well. So, so the hardware wallet really is sort of like a safe, um, if you will, um, to keep your key inside really safely. And anyone attempted to hack it or open it, it destroys the key. Yeah, so I get the question all the time, <laughs> right? From people, why would I walk around the street with a million dollars in crypto in my pocket like this? What if someone mugs me mm -hmm. and then takes it? Mm -hmm. But you basically mm -hmm. answered that, right? Regardless, they take it, if they actually figure out what your pin is, get in and then open up, basically open up the hardware wallet itself. 
there's no way for them to actually extract any data. There's no way, yeah. And as, long as, and as long as you have your 24 recovery words, um, uh, the, the um, no matter the recovery words are 12, 18, or 24, our, our wallet produces a 24 word recovery phrase. Um, so as long as you have those words, um, from these words, they calculate your private key. So as long as you keep your 24 recovery words somewhere safe, um, even if somebody mugged you and you have to give up your wallet or your wallet is lost or damaged, you can always get another wallet, um, key in these 24 recovery words and get your private key back and, have, and still have access to all your crypto assets. Is 24 the most in the industry right now? Yes. Got it. It's, it's kind of a standard procedure. So even if you get another uh, brand wallet that um, is compatible, you mm -hmm. can also recover um, whatever is on your SecuX wallet in this other wallet. Got it. So the interoperability does exist with SecuX mm -hmm. and other partnered wallets. Yes. Got it. It's, it's really interesting. And Another part that I want to get back to, at least on the product side of things, is right. right. You look at other wallets, and mm -hmm. some some people look and say, "Hey, is that a flash drive? Is that a jewel? Is that a is that a weird looking iPhone?" Right. <laughs> and, then, and then we see this, and right, I mentioned earlier, the display is really nice. It's very easy for you uh -huh, to scroll uh -huh. through your crypto portfolio, yes. see what's going on yes. there at any given point mm -hmm. of time. What's like UX mm -hmm. thinking about longer term in terms of product look? Is any idea right. of how you want it to go in terms of size, thinness? Um, mm -hmm. I know that, mm -hmm. right, you look at Steve Jobs, he was very adamant in terms of what the product would look like in the future. I'm not sure if SecuX right. has been thinking about that. Uh, okay. Any thoughts there? Um, we actually have two models. Um, the V20 is more of, uh, is, is a bit more robust and we use aluminum frame um, to make it look more um, sort of uh, luxurious and tech. Um, but we do have another um, model that's the W20 that is sort of rectangle. Yeah, yeah the rectangular, and it's, it's, it's more lightweight um, and um, it's easy for taking it out um, and you can still manage on the go. So it's, it's sort of two different kind of concept as W20 is more like a wallet and mm -hmm. V20 is more like a vault. Got it. So that's, that's, that's how we um, sort of first conceptualize our product um, in terms of um, form and um, look. Because cryptocurrencies are not only means of investment but actual trading liquidity now. Um, therefore, a user-friendly operation platform and convenience is very crucial to our users. And that's why we have um, the big screen. Um, it's not only the screen is big, it's, it's actually a, a, a color touch screen and it's the largest um, on the market right now. And so, yeah, what it does, it makes um, the scanning, scanning addresses and verifying crucial information, like the amount of funds or balances um, and the type of crypto a lot easier to read 
most of the hardware wallets on the market, they're kind of the size of a USB or the size of a credit card. Right. I mean, that's really easy to carry, but when you want to check balances or when you want to operate something on it, you have there. there's only a few buttons you can press and it's really easy to make a mistake. Um, so what our wallets, um, I think, um, have the most advantage is that it reduces the, the mistakes and errors that you could make on your transactions because unlike a centralized banking system that we are used to, if you send funds to the wrong address or made a mistake in a transaction, in a decentralized finance system like blockchain, there is no one with the authority to reverse it or cancel it or make changes to that action. So it's really crucial that you always verify the edge and the addresses are like, you know, 20, 30 digit long phrase that makes no sense. It's really easy to make a mistake. So imagine if you're on a USB size or credit card size um, wallet, you have to, you know, click through it one by one to make sure every digit is right. Whereas on our screen, it's sort of, you know, intuitive and you can see it all there. Right. It's, mm -hmm. I love the fact you brought up in terms of uh, punching the wrong transaction. So I used to work on a trading floor and there was a term right. called fat fingering, right? If you yeah. punch in a certain number, you add an additional zero or you add a one less of a zero than what you meant mm -hmm. to be fat fingering that could ruin a transaction or ruin a trade completely. So that makes complete yeah, sense, right? exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's perfect. And the yeah. V20 because, according- Because I think- a lot of people are used to, you know, using online banking nowadays, but you have all your personal um, information with the bank, so they can easily go in and change things. Mm -hmm. But with blockchain, there's no one with the authority to do that. So you have to be really responsible to everything that you're doing. Right. And right now, the V20 on your mm -hmm. website goes for a retail price of 139 US dollars. That's right. right? Yes. And the mm -hmm. W20 goes for 119 US dollars, right? That's right. Yeah. Got it. And you brought up a you brought up the fact of this being a decentralized community, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of cypherpunks, which are basically the diehard, really enthusiastic um, people in the crypto space. Mm -hmm. had some concerns recently because July 2020, Ledger, which is an, uh, another hardware wallet company, yeah. recently got mm -hmm. hacked. 272,000 yeah. customers, a little more than that, were affected. A lot of their user, right. user data was published yeah. uh, online. Uh, according mm -hmm. to the company, mm -hmm. no crypto, no private keys were lost. So it was no Mt. Gox, but still a little concerning to some people who see these wallets as almost impregnable, which they saw as not exactly true. How do you respond to the criticism that hardware wallet companies are really centralized players in a decentralized space and that people investing mm -hmm. or holding mm -hmm. a large amount of crypto should be wary of these types of companies? How would you respond to that from a SecUX standpoint? Okay, um, actually um, to the um, ledger hack, I, I think there are two separate types of security issues here. Um, one is the IT security management, and then is the hardware wallet security. So the ledger hack last year compromised your customers and users' contact details from their website and servers. Right. Um, 
that showed that they did not have a good security system and strategy in place to protect their customers' privacy. So this is an IT security management error. Um, what we do here at SecUX, we do not store any customer user details on our devices or websites or web application or apps. Um, what we do have is um, when customers make an order on our website, um, we, we, we keep their shipping details um, until their order has been dispatched. And then we move the data to an offline server um, just in case if anything happens to their um, ship, shipment or um, if they want to return it or ask for a refund, we do have those shipping details in place, but it's on an offline server. Um, and then we delete them after a month. So we take our customers' privacy very seriously and we do not allow any chances of them getting out. Um, so, because we believe in the decentralized system of blockchain, we do not ask our customers to create an account um, with us on our website. You do not need to create an account using our app or our web application. Actually, with a wallet connected to the to your mobile app or to the uh, or to your computer and access our web app. Got it. And that brings up an, another point. Right, we spoke about the idea of hacking. Now let's talk more about details to create an account with us. Yeah, the account exists as long as you have a wallet, and we only recognize the wallet. We don't know who owns it. Got it. So, so no, so no customer data is really saved. No customer data is saved with us. We don't know who owns our wallets. We don't mm -hmm. know how much of crypto assets you have. We have no idea. Um, we can pro we can see um, transactions history of funds coming in and going out, but this is transparent on the blockchain network. Anyone with the receiving address, um, which is um, technically sometimes called the public key, um, right. can can check that. They can check, but the, but no names are attached, um, no locations are attached, so nobody knows who owns these addresses and funds. And that's really interesting you mentioned that. Thank you for going into detail there, right? And let's think about it from a geopolitical standpoint, right? Obviously, mm -hmm. Taiwan, The Economist, a uh, major publisher, uh, made an article on May 1st, 2021, referring to Taiwan as the most dangerous place on earth. And a lot of that, <laughs> and yeah. pretty, pretty drastic title. I was a little surprised about that one. Uh, but yeah. it's kind of referring to the, um, the claims from China going back roughly 70 uh -huh. years over its over Taiwan sovereignty, right? And its claims yeah. over Taiwan now, yeah. right? Make, not making any geopolitical predictions here, but let's say, right, a crisis does happen or there's a change in government in, uh -huh, uh -huh. The, Taiwan, on Ta in the Taiwanese side. If anything uh -huh. geopolitical, right, happens and SecUX, right, is obviously Taiwanese based. Right. Still, even in that case, no customer data is at risk. No one's crypto is at risk because like you mentioned, it's all decentralized. There's, and you don't yes, save any exactly. data, is that correct? That's right. And um, even in the very unfortunate and extremely unlikely event that our company had to suspend service, our users can use their recovery words 
to recover their assets on any compatible hardware or software wallets. So um, yeah, I mean, I know it does seem like all signs point to a possible war on the Taiwan Strait at the moment, but the truth is we have been under such threat for over 30 years. It, 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 it keeps getting brought up every two or three years. Right. And China does fly their fighter jets across our territory all the time. But yeah, I mean, to be honest, we don't really feel it living here. Um, Good. Yeah, so I mean, but we are um, always aware um, of such threat. And on the other hand, because we have been constantly reminded of such situation, and we have been dealing with cybersecurity against China's attack all the time, we are quite proud of our experience and skills in defending against this level of cyber hacks. Brilliant, brilliant. And the seed phrase, right? We mentioned this earlier. It's a mm -hmm. really unique way of recovering your wallet. A lot of people will joke, I lost my wallet at the bar. I lost my wallet in the mall. I lost it when I was out in the park. But the seed phrase allows you to just recover your crypto, recover your assets wherever you are and whenever you get a new wallet. So for those yes. who are getting a hardware wallet, make sure you have good handwriting. That's probably a, <laughs> probably one big takeaway, right, Alice? Yeah, yeah. I, I would say the most important thing with your crypto is to keep your 24 recovery words. Those are the most important. Make sure you write on a piece of paper or some sort of material um, and keep it away from water and fire. And don't share it. And don't share it with anyone online or with anyone you don't trust. Don't take a photo of it. Don't write it down in a digital don't notepad. Take a photo of it. No, don't, don't, keep, don't save it on your phone. Um, I would say your phone is probably the most dangerous thing in terms of um, hacking and right. um, personal privacy. So don't do that. <laughs> good tips. Those are really good tips. And Alice, thank you so much. This was really informative. SecuX has a great design. Really looking forward to seeing what's going on next. Actually, you know what? While we're on that topic, what is next for SecuX? do you think what's probably the next big thing SecuX wants to dive into besides hardware wallets if i can just end on that question okay um well um there's a lot this year has been a great year for crypto mm -hmm. and we have seen a huge rush of the public and mainstream institutions and corporations getting into the crypto space um and that that really does tell us that Bitcoin is no longer a speculation, but a major player um, in the scene. Mm -hmm. And, um, but the, the, the thing about the crypto world is it changes all the time really, really fast. I mean, the Bitcoin price can, you know, go up 50% and come down 50% all in the same day. It's, it's not surprising. Um, so, um, because we are a blockchain security company, and for us, the cryptocurrency is the first um, manifesto of blockchain. Um, there are other um, applications that will come with um, blockchain technology, not only with the cryptocurrency, but also in digitalized um, certificates, healthcare, um, financial system, payment system, it's all going to um, um, become a huge trend. And, and um, we 
we do have another line of products that we are developing in terms of um, it's uh, a payment solution for retail um, that wow. because our expertise lies in consumer electronics and hardware. So um, we, we are um, sort of designing and manufacturing and developing um, payment um, equipment, so to speak. And also on the other hand, um, because the change is so rapid in the crypto space, we are trying so hard to catch up on, on um, what's going on with the crypto space, with our wallets. So maybe you've heard of NFT recently. A lot of people are talking about it. Um, it has made a huge stir in the creative arts. Oh, yeah. And what NFT, NFT does is in a, it, it, it enables the veri verification of the unique identity, its creator, and its ownership of every digitalized artwork or certificate on the blockchain. And so we are planning to roll out several new features such as wallet connect integration to support more coins and tokens and that includes uh, the trading of nfts and also other types of cryptocurrencies and smart contracts at the moment so hopefully in the next few months we can probably announce that we have you know several new features coming out that's exciting and uh we're mm -hmm. we're, we're trying to keep up too so you're not alone there <laughs> we all are we all are it changes all the time every day Literally does. Well, Alice mm -hmm. Chang, Senior Marketing Director for SecUX, thank you so much for joining us. This was great. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good night, Alice. You Bye. too. Bye. <laughs>